If I sound like an old smoker, it's not intentional. Old smokers sound cool, though. Old smokers sound cool. Especially, cool. For, especially for podcasts. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. The Racing Addicts? The Racing Addicts? No! <laughs> Liberal Tears. Addicts. Welcome back. I'm about to break something. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Racing Addicts. Uh, my name is Alex, and uh, who do we got over there? We got a. Uh, this is the part where you introduce yourself. Sorry, I should have queued you up better. But oh, that's okay. <laughs> Name's Nolan. Been on the pod once or twice. Been you to have, a race once or twice. You have been on the, the pod boys. a few times. Yeah. So yeah. we're filling in. We're gonna try and pull the weight. Of the, the entire others. team, yeah, yeah, we don't know what they're doing, but it's okay. We're here. We watched the race. We got stuff to talk about, and uh, yeah, I'm Nolan. I'm the Ross Chastain Chastain fan. You are Chastain, and you you might be on a lonely <laughs> island lately. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here, and after last week, I'm feeling pretty good. But I'm a believer. Somehow, he became an underdog. I feel like in the last couple of weeks, he, he last- seems to lately. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about all nice. things. Well, happy to have you here. Um, Mitch and David bailed on us tonight because they don't love us. So that's, I think, the important topic to to hit first is just that Mitch and David don't love us. Yeah, that's that yeah. seems to be the important. Yeah, we'll heartbreak is tough, but yeah, we we, we are. <laughs> that's why we have racing. <laughs> we are we are survivors. Yeah, we're not we are, the Mitch and Dave addicts. We're the racing addicts. That's right. Come on now. Thank you. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, so, uh, how was your week? Anything crazy? No, football's back. And oh, actually, yeah, it is. that was one thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you watched the game yesterday. Or I did games. not. I'm. I was kind of like stuck on the the Kansas stuff, so I missed yeah. the football game. Yeah. So it was interesting for me because racing took the place. See. For those of you who don't know, I used to be very into NASCAR, and I took a pretty long, I don't know, sabbatical from the sport, but <laughs> yeah, I did. got back into it. I don't know what it was. I think it was the new car, and I don't know. I just seemed like it just something about it appealed to me this year. I was excited about the new car. I was excited about it last year. I was sad that it didn't come out last year. Same thing happened to me with the COT in like 07, 08. I just, when you shake up the field that much, just you get some interesting results and honestly it has been that and so that's one of the things i wanted to talk about actually i was thinking about yesterday so usually i look forward to football and it's like you know you wait all summer i'm a big eagles fan yeah you start counting down even through preseason you're like it's coming all right so yesterday i got the experience of watching the first eagles game of the year and then i found something interesting actually where by the end of the game even though it was a close game i turned on the kansas race and <laughs> to watch that instead, I was more interested in the race. That's so kudos to NASCAR. That's what happened to me. Yeah, I I used to split like fifty fifty, and then this was the time of the year where I was constantly hitting the clicker. You know, yeah. it was always like save last channel, go 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 go. And 
I I don't know if it was the 2020 wokeness or what, but I feel like my link to football got broken, and I just can't. Like at this point, I watch the playoffs, and that's it. And then I'll occasionally I'll flip on an Eagles game, but like I don't know, the link for me is kind of broken right now. Yeah, yeah. I know David's still pretty into it, but I just man, I I have a hard time caring. I hear you. I hear you. Well, the good news is NASCAR has been pulling its weight this year, and mm-hmm. it's been very interesting. I can't wait to talk about just, well, like we have on the list here about the next-gen safety. It's such a dichotomy. It's been so entertaining. Right. And have so you, I know you you silently follow some of the Twitter happenings. Have you seen any of the comments of Kevin Harvick? He's been very, very vocal this week. I saw the one on television last week. I mean, I don't blame him, but then yeah. I have heard some. <laughs> Forgot of those, about that one. I have heard a couple of the you know, the, the things he said. Yeah. Among others too. I, it's been a thing. It's right? not everyone. Yeah. And even, uh, Bob Pockers was talking to Blaney and Blaney made a comment that sometimes you have to be a jerk to get the point across. You know, he, he basically asked Ryan, like, what do you think about, you know, Kevin Harvick's comments? And Blaney was like, sometimes you got to be a jerk to get the point across. And it's like, true. Shoot. I heard a saying once that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. You know? it, it's a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> you got to so. complain sometimes and speak up. Well, and it was, I think, Monday after Darlington or Tuesday after Darlington, they released an update to the car to address the fire. Yeah. And it was the third time it happened, but it was the first time that a driver publicly like went after NASCAR and in a couple days. NASCAR and they're doing had the right address. thing. They're the ones in the seat, you know. It's like Yeah. No one has as much skin in the game, literally, as the drivers. And so yeah. when they're speaking up, you gotta listen. And I mean, just based on the history of the sport They've been very progressive in the last 20 years about car safety. And uh, you want to see them continue in that direction. To, so to see any any concern pop up in large, I mean, like, you got to take it really seriously. I mean, the 45 no, car won yesterday, and it wasn't Kurt Busch because he got a head yeah. injury, you know. That's, so. and that's a big thing. And the fact that he's still out says kind of how bad that was. I mean, yeah. that's... I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I was happy for Ty Gibbs, but I was like, all right, you know, I'm ready for Kurt Busch to come back and yeah. do what he does. But And especially a guy like Kurt, like, I feel like he's earned that role, so it just kind of hurts to see him Big time. out of it, you know? Like, it's not like he just lucked into it. So, yeah, yeah that's been hard. But, yeah, it's been really interesting. At the You mentioned the drama that we're getting with his new car, and I am already like all into the playoffs because the drama and the storylines and everything are off the charts. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. like on top of the normal stuff, but also we have two non playoff drivers that have won the first two races of the playoffs. Yep. Which is like, you would not have expected that at all. But Eric Jones and Bubba Wallace obviously made it to victory lane. And the zero wins have affected the playoffs at this point. Right. Which is kind of insane. Yep, the parody so. is still going. Yeah. It's still going. Now, I will say, any given week, it is interesting, because any given week, if you look at the top 10 in the middle of the race, it's usually, unless it's like, you know, pit stops or something, uh, usually like eight out of every 10 are playoff contenders. Are playoffs, yeah. Yeah, it seems then, like the cream does rhyme to the, uh, rise to the, uh, to the top, you know. Well, and Eric Jones lately seems like he's either running top 10 or like 25th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like yesterday he was running with Cody Ware and I was like what happened in a week like that is so weird yeah that's tough I wonder if he'll even out moving forward in his career it, it would be nice and I know the smaller team thing obviously is a variable 
Yeah. Um, I think some of these tracks, the big team variable is still huge because obviously it was Gibbs, Penske, Hendrick. I mean, that was a lot of what you saw. Um, 2311 is so close to Gibbs. I almost count them as Gibbs, Gibbs-esque, right. you know. Yeah, Toyota. Um, yeah, exactly. Except Tyrone. Tyrone did not have a good 2311 day <laughs> yesterday. But uh, And down by the cutoff right now, we've got uh, Harvick, Briscoe, Dylan, and Kyle Busch. Which, honestly, I'm kind of shocked that two of them are there. Like, Harvick and, and Kyle definitely shocked me. But, I mean, yeah, you just didn't expect it, but you didn't expect them to totally wreck out of the first two races of the season either. So Harvick fooled us at the end of the regular season. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he'll win at Bristol. He's pretty good there, right? He could. I mean, he almost won there last year before yeah. Chase Elliott threw his temper tantrum. So, <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the Chase Elliott fans, although I'm pretty good at upsetting them lately. So um, I believe Mitch already got a text about my comment the one week. So yeah, yeah. it's it's just kind of <laughs> it's just kind of where we're at right now. So um, yeah, so be it. First world probs. Chase, yeah, exactly. Chase Elliott. Yeah. The worst. What's the worst thing they have going for him? Actually, he hasn't been forming that well. He's no, he actually through. has dropped to seventh in points, yeah. and he was leading kind of going into this whole shindig. Yeah, um, I actually want to look up the points so I can take a good look at it. So before you open it, just because I already opened it and I'm a little shocked, okay. who, do, who do you think is first in points right now? Oh, I know it, but I forget. Um, well, would it be Denny Hamlin? No, he's third, though. You're close. Okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, I know. Christopher but... Bell. Okay. I'm. I mean, I'm not shocked, but I'm shocked. Like, it's just not the name you expect to see up there, but... Yeah, for a wild card, I think I would have expected Reddick, actually. Yeah. They just can't seem to finish because didn't they wreck it? Oh, no, Darlington, they finished third, and then they obviously wrecked out this week. Man, that so that stinks. probably killed him. I know. That stinks. And so fast every stinking time. He was leading the race when he blew a tire and yeah. broke the. Side note those toe links are like the biggest piece of crap in the world. Like, yeah, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> like, I was amazed that Reddick's hit took him out of the race because it didn't look bad. And his whole right front wheel was, like, destroyed because the toe link was flopping. Was that totally what it was, the toe link, then? That's what I thought. I th unless I'm confusing the Harvick one, but I'm pretty sure it was a toe link for Oh, Redick. the Harvick one was bad. I saw him pulling into really the, bad. like, to the hauler. Yeah, that was kind of oh. funny looking. Yeah, that yeah. was, oh, my gosh, that was rough. But, yeah, that that was kind of a shock to me. Uh, Christopher Bell is, like, I mean, he's really sneaky consistent right now yeah like really sneaky consistent i'm I mean, surprised but i'm not surprised because this is yeah been, it's fair you know not just him but i'm i'm not surprised in the sense that like this season has been so interesting guys get hot and you're like oh here they come and then they just have a streak and, and then they're gone you don't know who it's gonna be you think you know but then it changes and for it to be christopher bell i'm not surprised yeah, and especially like again you said harvick now harvick I, was running well both weeks but still like it just I don't know. You never know. Like, and especially Bristol this weekend. Yeah. I, I have no idea. What Is this expect. payback week? Round one? For who? I don't know. I think everyone needs ticked payback. at each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like, I think there's like six internal rivalries right now in the sport. So I don't even know who's mad at who at this point. I think it, it's almost equal opportunity because I think a lot of people are ticked at Larson. A lot of people are ticked at Chastain. Um, and then, like, one-on-one, -on -one, I think there's, like, a solid eight rivalries going on right now. It's been tight. This is 
I'm excited. Yeah. And another thing oh, is, yeah. is, this is the first time we're seeing the next gen at Bristol. Concrete. This is true. Right? The real Bristol. The last two weeks, it was interesting because we went to the Darlington race, right? right. And right off the rip, you had Joey Logano and William Byron won two at the beginning of the race. I'm thinking like, well, it's, ex- it's almost it's, like the exact, that's how it's it just ended. just a repeat almost. of spring. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the 45 car winning at Kansas. You're getting a lot of, you're getting a lot of consistency at these tracks that you're going back to, but now we're going to Bristol for the first time. And wonder if there's going to be any like parody at all to the I, spring with the dirt. I can't imagine. Cause it's a completely yeah. different surface, Yeah, yeah. but I mean, maybe, but I, I doubt it. And, Actually, we really don't know what it's going to be like. What do we compare it to, Martinsville? Because Martinsville kind of stunk. Yeah, well, Martinsville is awful. Now, <laughs> apparently, they fixed that, so I'm I'm so optimistic because I'm going to Martinsville. For Martinsville. Know, are you going to Martinsville? No. Okay. I was thinking about going to Bristol. Oh, that's right. Which, you were thinking. Okay. It's all real to me now because you just mentioned Bristol, and it just hit me like, oh yeah, this is the race. That <laughs> like it was this close yeah. to me going. Yeah. <sighs> Shoot. It's I'm I'm really excited. Obviously, we're leaving Thursday, taking mm. the camper down, and I'm all hype. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be real good. Um, but yeah, we have no idea what to expect. As long as it lays rubber, that's what makes the short tracks good. Is that you lose grip, and that you have to manage tires. So um, the t- the Martinsville tire test was really really good. Yeah. So if they can figure out this compound and make it like that, I think we're in good shape. Okay. So and it's gonna weather is decent. It's sunny and eighties. Nice. So there should be some tire file off just from air temps. So and the track's not flat. I mean, it's probably more right. comparable to like Dover or something. It's right. like a mini Dover. Right. It really is. It's a bull ring. Yeah, and I'm and hopefully some ticked off. Uh, I'm just hoping some drivers get ticked off at each other, honestly, because that's. At I some mean, point, we have to choose and decide who's not going to make it. We have to make exactly, a prediction. Exactly. Yeah. We did, so on the last episode, we did pick the top four out. And uh, just out of curiosity, David picked Christopher Bell, which is not looking good at all for him right now. No. David picked Christopher Bell, which is not looking good because uh, I think Christopher Bell is locked in at this point. I'm pretty sure. I'd say so. Yeah. So David is obviously wrong on that. Uh, and then he also picked Chase Briscoe, good pick, Austin Sendrick, and Austin Dillon, which so far is looking pretty solid. Yeah, that's good. Mitch picked Sendrick, Bowman, Bowman, who's actually been really solid, Briscoe, and Suarez. And I picked Dillon, Bowman, Briscoe, and uh, Sendrick. Hmm. So, and oddly enough, I think all of those are actually still in right now. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... You're right. It doesn't take much. Like, Bristol could switch everything. Yeah, I'm super excited. Like, I, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm so hyped to be there. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, you just don't know what to expect. I'm just hoping to get some, like, good ticked-off drivers. That That's what makes short track racing really good. This will be a good experiment to see how the tow links hold up here, because I think the bodies will hold up. Because it's not, I right. mean, it's fast, but it's not that fast. But you think, like, if someone wall slaps off the corner... I think that's going to kill a tow link. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a suspension failure. You're going to probably see a bunch of those. But I bet you the bodies will hold up. Probably. Hopefully we can at least get, like, the rubbing or the sliding or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Two grooves would be perfect. Oh, I like it. I do like me some two-groove Bristol. It's going to be shifting. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. Oh, I do not like the shifting. I'm still not a shifting fan when it comes to short tracks. I like managing momentum, you know, and yeah. and just pushing the guy out of the way in front of you if you need to. Yeah, two hands on the wheels. <laughs> exactly. The do, whatever, do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, since our last podcast, we did have the late model race at North Wilkesboro. 
which uh, me and my buddy Doug went down to. I did try at the very possible last minute to get Doug on the podcast, and uh, he's actually mid-flight right now, and apparently is not able to FaceTime in, so airplane (laughs) Wi-Fi, come on. Like, what are you doing? This has been such a cool opportunity to be like, hey, I'm in the air right now. Um, But it was so much fun. Like, I know know we were texting and you were following all that, but, like, it was... uh, it was just awesome. And you kind of got the indicator there that something was happening. And obviously now we know. I mean, you with know. With NASCAR? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with NASCAR. Um, but what, I mean, what What are your, uh, after all of that craziness, um, I mean, what is your thoughts about the all-star race at Wilkesboro? NASCAR is just pandering. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, no. I don't even care. I'll take it. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, even if that's what they were doing, that's a good thing. I'm very excited. Uh, are you? Does it matter to you that it's an all-star race, or do you just not care? You're just happy? I'll, I'll take it. I know they said it's going to be a three-day event, so I'm really hoping. Uh, the all-star weekend last year, they ran a normal truck race, or this year, I'm sorry. They ran normal truck, normal Xfinity, and cup all-star. So it still made it like a really fun all-weekend package. And I mean, Texas sucks, but it had the potential to be amazing. So like, I don't even care. Like I think cup all-star there would be a phenomenal show. And I, I envisioned some of the, like, there's no points on the, on the, on the line. Who cares? Like some good old school bump and run, like Dale Earnhardt, Ricky Rudd wrecking into turn one quarter sort of stuff at North Wilkesboro. Like I can, I can get all of the old nostalgic vibe, even just thinking about it, which is kind of dope. I'm excited. How was the racing? It was really impressive. So I, there was a couple of things I was worried about. Obviously, the surface is old. It was old before it was abandoned for 20 years. So now it's like 25 years. So now it's really, really old. But the surface raced really nice, and it actually laid a little bit of rubber. So you had like a little bit of a second groove develop. But it was rough enough that you had to manage tires. You couldn't just do the Spring Martinsville race where you just run qualifying lap every lap. Yeah. Like you actually had to manage tires, like you had to manage track position, you had to manage all that stuff, which I thought made it really fun. And you were still sliding off the corner, which I like. Like I really like that at short tracks. And yeah. you could see like when the late models were hitting off the apex in one and two. We were sitting in one and two. When you were hitting off the apex one and two, like you could see like that right rear pool as they went to exit the corner and it was actually I'm, sliding out. Yeah, nice. which was really dope. And I just, I kind of like that. And um, I, I think it looked really good. And I, I thought maybe I was a biased party, but then I was watching Twitter afterwards. And Rodney Childers, uh, Kurt Busch, all these other drivers and NASCAR people that were there were commenting on how amazing the surface was and how good the racing was. And I was like, okay, well, it wasn't just me. Yeah. So I, I think everyone was shocked. And I don't know, I think it's cool. I love that they're going right back to that same pavement and we don't have to wait 10 years for it to become good again. And on that note, bring back Iowa. Oh, yeah. As far as bumpy, shorter tracks go. Iowa is a phenomenal short track. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. I want yeah. very few double races every year because there's too many good tracks out there. I'm all about the diversity. Yeah. Sorry, that's not too woke, is it, right? No, no, no. I want, I, I think I'm all about track diversity. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a couple tracks that deserve two races just because I really, really like them. But yeah, like for the most part, I'm in you. Like even Kansas this weekend, did you notice how empty the stands were? I didn't actually. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. I was too busy watching the race. That's fair. Like it was, it was a good race. I, I don't. Kansas is probably one of my favorite mile and a halfs. But even so, that could be a one 
one race a year track yeah. for sure. Because um, it's not unique enough to me. Like, it's a good mile and a half, but it's a mile and a half. So I don't get like, like Darlington, I get excited about. I legitimately love Darlington. That one deserves it. I, I think so. And it has enough happening that, like, it's not the same storyline every time and the racing's different. And, yep. But yeah, I, Kansas, I agree. Kansas could easily be a one, one and done. Texas should be a zero and done, but at worst, you know, a one and done. Um, yeah, I don't so. know. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, it seems like NASCAR is doing a lot of the right stuff. We'll see about the Chicago street course or whatever. That could be. Yeah, I still have my doubts on that. It's but unknown. Yeah, me too, honestly. But no, but North Wilkesboro, I'm excited about. They should still bring back Iowa. I'm actually pretty serious about that. I like that speedway. Um, the last Xfinity race there was phenomenal. Was like, it? I just rewatched clips from it the other day because I was, you know, kind of sifting through YouTube. And it, I was re-reminded how good the racing was there. Yeah. It, it's very IRP-esque. Which yeah. is also a great short track. Yeah. Like, I would take IRP over the indie track, to be honest. Yeah, I think these would be, like, for being somewhat flatter tracks, this in North Wilkesboro, if they're bumpy, hopefully that actually makes it so the next gen doesn't, like... Well, that's because that's the one thing I just thought about with North Wilkesboro. Yeah, true. Is, like, with Richmond and stuff and Martinsville. It's It's good, but it's not as good as it could be. Or at least it is like it's actually better in other series. You see that like at Richmond and stuff. Like yeah. they're doing great in other series, and then the next gen sucks. The next gen, yeah. yeah like this last one was just good enough, I would say. Um, so that was that would be my only concern about North Wilkesboro. Is you know maybe it'll be better next year, but it seems like they stink on the flat tracks a little bit. Yeah, Short and that, that's a fair concern, especially because you you give away your control of the apex being important because you can blow a corner. And just downshift yeah. and pull off. So, yeah, I mean, that, I'm, I am, I, I would love to see shifting disappear. Just take out the fifth gear. Yeah. That's, that's all you got to do. Kill fifth gear. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate to make more costs, but, like, can we just have... As, as bad as the last car was at the end, their short track package was off the charts phenomenal. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't. I know teams are probably cringing even at this idea, but like, do we go back to a short track super speedway intermediate and have three separate packages? Because like, I don't know. It worked last year. Like, it worked really, really well. And that's where I almost am like, did did we did we hit something that is actually good? I think they can take what they have now and just fix it. I mean, they're going to have to make changes anyway, like we started off the podcast with. I mean, there's safety concerns. I mean, For there sure. might be yeah. big changes that should be coming down the line this off season, and, and they should, honestly, because there are some serious safety concerns as far as, like, crumple zones. And, I would agree, yeah. yeah. And especially a lot of the either, I mean, injuries in this case, but even what drivers are describing as bad hits seem to be rear impact. Yeah. So they have a solid area that they can look at too. Yeah. I think to to find what the worst is, but it's and, and I'm not even I'm not even quite as critical of NASCAR because I I understand this is a fluid thing. You know, the the old car didn't architecturally really change for 40 years. So they kind of had 40 years to really fine tune a lot. I mean, obviously bodies change, but like the guts were kind of the same, so like they had 40 years to perfect it. And I understand that this is a complete rewriting of the wheel. So, like, we're we're literally what four or five months into a completely brand new pre-existing forty-year process. So, like, I'm trying to not jump on the train of just bashing NASCAR, but yeah, I mean, it it 
it needs addressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have too much to complain from an entertainment standpoint, at least. No, I, mean, I don't think so. Even if the short tracks are a little lesser. I, I think North Wilkesboro will be fine. I think they'll have it figured out. It'll be entertaining next year. Uh, same thing with Martinsville. And, yeah, I think it'll be good. And then safety things, it is what it is, but they're very entertaining, these races. This has been, oh, my goodness, this has to be one of the best seasons I've ever watched. Yeah. Oh, I right? agree. Yeah. We had 18 regular race winners yeah. this year. And then uh, Brett Griffin brought up a really good point that I didn't even think about. But technically, we've had 21 winners this year. Right. Because yeah. Kez and Busher won the duels, and Blaney won the All-Star, and obviously none of them won regular season races. So you could make the argument that we've had 21 winners at this point in the season. Yeah. Which is completely insane. Parody so that, achieved. yeah. Oh, I love it. And and I think back to even two years ago where Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick combined won, I think, all but five races or all but six races. I mean, it was like, and then you compare it to this year where one person made it into the playoffs on points. And he shouldn't have even, really. Right. If it wasn't for Kurt Busch's injury, obviously, Blaney wouldn't have even made it. So it's just, yeah. it's just a crazy thing that I... I I kind of dig. And I don't think we're ever going to see this again. I don't know that this parody exists next year. Yeah, I'm I, curious. I think some of the big teams are getting a lot closer because you are starting to at least see some degree of trending. But They're figuring out where to put the tape underneath the vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Toyota's finding all them spots to hide that packaging tape. They hit it at Kansas, obviously. They won twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing something right. Yeah. I guess. It was, it was something. So... No, I, I think it's cool. Um, and you, you were mentioned about um, some of NASCAR's decisions. I don't know if you got to see Steve O'Donnell's quote from the North Wilkesboro press conference, but it, it was obviously long. But there was one part of it that really stuck out to me that I, I, was, I was super encouraged by. And he said, I'm actually going to read the quote because I don't want to screw it up. Sure. He said, candidly, we've lost our way a little bit, but you're seeing that, that coming back. And that was like... That was kind of a cool moment as a race fan because these are thoughts that I, I feel like a lot of us have been having over the last couple of years when you see like Chicago Street Course and other decisions like that. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then North Wilkesboro comes back in that same swoop and there's, there's murmuring of Rockingham. I've heard mm. multiple people murmuring about Iowa and it's like, oh my gosh, maybe we're bringing back some of the old school original sort of racing. Like this is pretty cool. So I, I don't know. That... that that quote for me was huge. Yeah, I think I, it's I, accurate. I do. So, I mean, in my opinion, for every one step backwards, it seems like it's two steps forward with NASCAR. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, the the street course in Chicago could be good for all we know. I mean, it might be because we'll I, I thought Coliseum was going to suck and it was phenomenal. Right. So. Yeah, it was a risk and it paid off. So I'm excited about it. Um, Bristol dirt. I mean, it's iffy. But uh, what else? They're getting rid of Texas, right? Are they, are they changing well, it? Well, so... I haven't heard anything. It was like They haven't big... officially announced anything yet. There's, there's murmuring. The one thing that has not publicly came out, but there's a lot of uh, like evidence of it, is it looks like Auto Club might actually be doing the short track thing. They're still doing it. I think they're still doing it because they've the people have been posting photos that live in the area. And the proposed grandstands have been all been torn down. Oh, wow. So okay. there is active things happening at Auto Club. So I think that short track might actually come. And so the, the, the murmuring now 
is that the spring race next year will be the final race on the two-mile configuration. Okay. Which, I don't know. That was like one of the few larger tracks I thought that I was okay with keeping. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I do like short tracks, so I'm not... I've been yelling for more short tracks for three years, so I'm also not going to complain if they do it because they're kind of doing what we whined about. So, <laughs> Well, I think you have enough of them out there now where you could honestly go to IRP and obviously yeah. um, North Wilkesboro, you know, where you don't have to, like, blow up a good track in order uh, to make sure. a short track. It's not like there aren't short tracks out there. So, but That's valid. Very, very, very good point. It could be wrong, but I was thinking about this, actually. So with California, we were all really impressed with it this year, and we thought, oh, hey, maybe we should keep it around. But I think that was because that was really the first exposure we had to that type of track a good with point. a new car. And it's, it's been good, good everywhere. So. And uh, Auto Club is probably fairly close to a Michigan yeah. as far as racing. And I don't know that Michigan was, I mean, it wasn't a bad race, but it wasn't like Auto Club was. So you're probably right. I think a lot of that is teams have figured things out. So, yeah, you're right. It probably won't be as good next year anyway. Yeah. But the, the proposed track is very interesting. It's like, it's like Bristol with longer straightaways. Yeah, I think that could and be interesting. Concrete, high uh, concrete. Uh, asphalt. I'm sorry, not concrete. It'll be high banked and all that. I, that's kind of what I have seen. Huh. Um, I, that was the last proposal. I'll have to find it and send it to you. But I did find somebody actually took the plans and generated it in a sim to nice. kind of give somewhat of an example of what they thought it would look like. And it, it to me, it looked like take Bristol, stretch it out to make longer straightaways, and it's asphalt instead of concrete. Good. I mean, as long as it's different, that's the biggest thing yeah, that I, I want. I just want something different. I want something unique. That's why I said it. I want. I, <laughs> I want. I want a a roval, but I want one like really high banked. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. That's still a really interesting design to me. I don't know how I feel about that, but it, I appreciate the ingenuity. Super unsafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine making a right turn and then hitting the driver's side in this car. Oh uh, gosh, <laughs> and then the fan viewing experience would be terrible because you like point. you wouldn't be able to see anything <laughs> except like the one turn in front of you. It's a good point. But just put jumbotrons everywhere. Uh, Anytime you go to a road course, you can't see anything anyway. So it's uh, so I think what's cool is if we go back, like I think in my head back to like 2010, and 70 percent of the schedule was mile and a half or essentially a mile and a half and now we look at the amount of variety even now we have on the schedule and it's looking like it's going to get even better like that does excite me i think that's one of the coolest things and and i i have to give i give nascar a lot of crap so i like to give them credit when i think they do really good work yeah. and like the schedule they've been doing and what it looks like they're going to be doing more of i think is amazing yeah, I think this next, dec next decade is off to a really good start with this I new agree. car, with all they're doing with the tracks. And yeah, I think there's way more good than bad. I think so too. And I think I'm noticing a lesser ego. I feel like for years, some of the leadership in NASCAR was like, this is what we want to do. This is what we've done. And we're going to do it regardless of what you say. Whereas this year, I think, so they were very transparent with North, North Wilkesboro that they were going to make their decision based off the late model race. And then when they sold oversold out the event, that made the decision, which is cool. Because I think it's an opportunity for the fans to showcase what they want, where NASCAR basically gives the opportunity and says, all right, you've, you've been whining about this for 10 years. Yeah. Show us that you can do it. And then the fans show they want to do it, and they go, okay, we'll get behind it and put money, which is really cool, because I don't know that you would have seen that in early 2000s NASCAR. Yeah. 
Yeah, and hopefully fans continue to go there for years to come. And I mean, with All Star yeah. they definitely will. But I think so. Yeah, I, I think the fans. I mean, they generally do know what's best in a lot of ways. I think I know. I read Twitter and I get just disheartened because, like, I still read something the Bubba Wallace hate, and I'm like, dude, okay, yeah, all right, let's let's get over ourselves. Like, yeah, I agree. he's not my favorite driver at, by any means, but good lord, like, I just some of the people, I'm like, just stop talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't on Twitter for that because, I mean, I can just use my imagination. Yeah, you're And you probably nailed all of it. Like, yeah. some of the stuff that I read, like, there, so legit, <laughs> legitimately, from what I can tell, this was a legitimate thought. Yeah. There is somebody that posted, they think Kurt Busch was driving an iRacing simulator, simulator <laughs> that was controlling the 45 car, and that's how it won. Yeah. They said because there's no way Bubba Wallace could have won that race on his own. Kurt Busch was driving the car... From Charlotte. And, I mean, from a technical standpoint, I mean, we could sit here and debunk that for the next 45 minutes, but why waste our time? Uh, what an idiot. <laughs> I can't even take that seriously. No, but, I mean, you know what? Yeah. I can't take the rest of the less crazy Bubba Wallace haters seriously. Cause, yeah, yeah get exactly. Yourselves, guys. And, and again, like he, there's times that he drives me bananas, but it has nothing to That's do true. with his position. It's just I'm like, shut up, just drive the car, you know. Um, but he 1,000 percent earned that win yesterday. Yeah, there was not a single piece that was luck or like anything. I mean, he drove to the front, held the lead, managed his tires, and held off Denny Hamlin at the end of a race. Yeah, and like speaking that, of Denny Hamlin, that's a win. I mean, he's his owner, and he obviously has an eye for talent. Like, there's no. He got here based on, sure, I don't know, privilege, whatever. Whatever you think it is, do you think Denny Hamlin would have signed him to that contract if twice now, if he didn't think that it's he true. was a good race car driver? Obviously, he is. He well, especially you think of the, the risk even, like, with him starting 2311. Yeah. He had to have confidence who he put behind the wheel because there is no do-over to start it. So. so true. No, you're right, and I, I think last year a lot of us doubted it just because, I mean, it was a very subpar year other than the Talladega win. But, I mean, the last – he actually – I saw the data today. I think it was over the last 10 races, Bubba Wallace has the highest average finish out of the entire field. Yeah, that feels right without having looked at it and looked at his finishes just based off of memory. He's just been there. He it's has. Really good. And he's, and he's run smart races. Like, he hasn't – I think Bubba Wallace of two years ago, when he had a top 10 car, he would wreck himself trying to win the race with a ninth place car. Yeah. And this year, he's learning to manage strategy, stay around, and then take advantage of other people doing dumb things to finish fifth with a top 10 car. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously, you know, we saw how much speed he had this weekend, and when the opportunity opened up, gone. So, uh, I don't know. It's cool. I, I'm, I'm happy to see him win. I thought that was really cool. And honestly, I'm so sick of people whining about him on Twitter. I just like to see him win to maybe shut some of them up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, honest, I, actually, this, is, this, this win and the contract that he recently signed. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were both the, the antidote to the naysayers and the people that actually dislike him for legitimate reasons and then the people that think that he's not skilled at all. Because... Obviously, he is skilled. He showed that. Like you said, the last 10 races, he's been really good, consistent. And, I mean, there's no doubt. Um, unless you yeah. think that uh, Kurt Busch was <laughs> on high I, I can't even. No, I, I just can't even do it. Like <laughs> VR goggles on. 
<laughs> Don't worry, Bubba. I got you. Yeah. No. Um, and then the other thing is, is I think from Bubba's side, like, I will say, maybe you feel the same way. We haven't talked about it, but, like, with Bubba, I thought he got a little too down on himself in a way that, like, it's just like, all right, come on, man. Stop, stop acting like a toddler. You're, like, you're a grown adult. Right. You finished yeah. second place. Like, quit beating yourself up. But you said it, actually, and it's a good point. Like, he's one of those guys that drives like he's driving for his job. He does. But he has his he job. He signed that contract. He's proven that he's here to stay based on performance and his contract, like I said. So, I mean, for, he must have a lot of relief right now. I think so. And I know, there, like, every driver is different. And I feel like I've always appreciated the driver, spotter, crew chief um, balance, like when you listen to the radio. And you can tell the drivers that need encouragement and the drivers that need information. Like, yeah. Kevin Harvick is a guy. He needs information. You don't need to <laughs> pat his back. You don't need to do anything. Tell him what he needs to know and then shut up. Yeah, that's true. But if you ever listen to Freddie Kraft and Bubba Wallace, there is a lot of encouragement. And there is the moments where when Bubba starts to get in his own head, Freddie will shut it down immediately. And I think that is where you start to see... Because Bubba, like, I think it was after that second place finish, he kicked on the radio and said, sorry, I blew it for us. And Freddie said, shut up. Great run. Perfect day. Yeah. You know, like, and I I love seeing the different dynamics, but I think that showcases where Bubba is kind of confirming what you just said, you know? Yeah, it was awesome. I think it was right after that second place finish that he was real down on himself that he got that contract, like that week. Yeah. Which I was, I was, I find myself rooting for him uh, time and time again like then when I heard that 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 happened I was really excited for him and then then he won this this race I was up out of my seat clapping because I was actually like like in my bedroom or not my bedroom in my living room to myself <laughs> I was just like yes let's go I let's, was excited to do it, was, it and it wasn't like it was a neck and neck finish but I was excited for him so I, I was too I mean it's good to see yeah um and again it's I think there was so much of me that was excited to see him legitimately 1,000% win a race because, I like, I, yeah, yeah, I just sick of hearing the naysayers, yeah. you know? Unlike um, Noah Gregson, he wins a uh, range-shortened <laughs> race. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Noah's a hack. Noah's an absolute. He's got no talent. Hey, that was a good race. I did see the highlights. I didn't watch it live, but I saw the highlights because I saw my boy Ross Chastain was in that he was in the 40, race. Yeah, the 48, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, he finished fifth. It was. It, it looked really good. I honestly missed most of it, but it looked like a really good race. And uh, I saw yeah. my boy Algar had some speed, so I was like seeing. Yeah, that, you know? it was actually really competitive, and it looked good. I wish it would. I wish it wouldn't rain because I, I was know. so excited. Yeah, but it was good. Even like the shortened race was like really good. So. Well, I was bummed because I knew I was going to miss the start of the race, but I was going to be free in time to watch the second half, and then I literally got free like as they called the race, and really? I was like. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how they called the race with him? Like he thought he won. Yeah. He started celebrating, and then they're like, weird. "Well, hold on." Because <laughs> it was <laughs> somebody in the pits said that NASCAR called it before NASCAR called it, and then NASCAR and NBC was like, "Oh yeah, the race isn't official yet." And then NASCAR officials were like, "Uh." <laughs> so I don't know who. Yeah, someone. Yeah, NASCAR's not perfect yet. That's for sure. That's for sure. But man, they got the racing down to a science though, because. That series is really good. I love watching yeah, that. I don't watch really every good. race, but man, they're they're fun to watch. I appreciated that they they called the caution right away when it started to rain, trying to avoid the whole Daytona fiasco again. Yeah. And then they saw a window to get the race official 
and they went out and ran the last two laps before the stage to get it official. Like I, yeah. I really appreciated that because that was actually a, I think a hard decision and it was the right one. Yeah. So that was cool. I would have loved to have seen the rest of the race though because it, it looked the little chunks I was seeing were amazing and, and yeah. like the cars were moving around and there was a lot a driver could do and oh, I would have loved to have seen the end of it. I Noah Gragson like is probably my top runner for the championship right now in Xfinity. Yeah. He's he's consistent just kicking everyone's butt. Yeah. And showing up when it counts, I think. Yeah, he's good. I'm having a good time watching him and gauging him and uh, Ty Gibbs and their their runs in Cup, actually, because they're obviously the future, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I, I think at this point it's pretty much confirmed both of them will be in Cup cars next year. Yeah, So. yep. So, yeah. Almost confirmed because we got to figure out what Kyle Busch is doing tomorrow, I guess. Tomorrow, the yeah. big announcement. What, what do you, where do you think he's going? Well, it sounds like RCR. Um, and I hadn't thought – somebody else pointed out, um, you know, like the fallout, the domino effect of him going to a Chevy team and then KBM. And I'm just like, KBM, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Like, there's a lot. There actually is a lot to that. Um, yeah, I don't have too many thoughts. It'll be interesting to see him back in a Chevy if he does that. Uh, it'll be funny if he drives the 8. That'd be really funny. Yeah, I don't know what to. So there was there was the Dale Jr. tweet, and there was the interview with Bob Pockers like two or three weeks ago with Kyle Busch, and they both handed at thirty two. So I don't know if Childress is looking at starting a third team and numbering it thirty two, hmm. or what. It's weird. So uh, Junior was drunk the other night, <laughs> tweeting, and he kept doing like the emojis with like the bush and then the arrow. And he did uh, 32 basketballs. And if you also watched an interview with uh, Kyle Busch the week before with Bob Pockris, Bob was trying to be funny because at the time it was between the Colleg car and uh, the, uh, the RCR car. And they, they were talking about percentages that he would have to change with, with uh, sponsors. And he goes, uh, do you think it would be like 8% or 16%? And Kyle's like, 8, 16, 3, 10. He said, maybe 32. And that's how he ended it. And then I didn't even think, because I'm like, 32, there is no 32. But I just laughed because I thought it was funny. And then to Junior to tweet the 32 thing the week after that, and I'm like, is RCR starting a number 32 car with Kyle Busch next year? Because I think that's what's happening now. Has there ever been a 32 in NASCAR that I can even remember? Uh, yeah, so the last one to have it would have been Corey LaJoy when he ran for Go Fast. Uh, okay. And then before that, I feel like the Tide car with with uh, Ricky Craven. Oh, that was Rob. 32. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That probably is the last one. Yeah, okay. I think, I think there was a pretty good hiatus on the 32, except for the occasional, you know, white field filler. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I'm... I, I'm noticing trends and people leaking information. So I'm thinking RCR in the 32 car, which makes no sense why it's that number, but I don't even care. I think it'll be the 32. Hmm. What I'm more interested in, I don't know that this will happen. This isn't my prediction, but wouldn't it be funny if like <laughs> they kicked Tyler Reddick out of his contract or something? I think that's a legitimate concern. So, and again, like I always try to look at people's wording and see like the message behind the message. Yeah. And Richard Childress was directly asked, will Tyler Reddick be in the eight car next year? And Richard's response was not yes. It was Tyler Reddick will be in a car next year. <laughs> so 
And then on, on DBC, they made some joke to Tyler about, you know, they said, well, maybe you'll be running at North Wilkesboro next year. And they said, well, maybe not. <laughs> and, and Tyler says, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going at this point. So I don't, I, I think his, he technically doesn't have a contract. It was just an option. So I think RCR has the legality to literally put him in an Xfinity car if they want to. Man. Which, this is Richard Childress's revenge. Oh, it is. The timing of this couldn't be any more inconvenient, oh or whatever he said. They're still idiots for letting him go. Like, you, you had your first talented driver since Kevin Harvick. You you lock that sucker down. Yeah, like you don't you don't pull this. Like we're gonna take your option. Maybe now you signed him to a stinking contract. Yep. But there could potentially be some Toyota seats opening up next year. If Kurt Busch does not return, maybe we see Tyler go to 2311 early. That's true. Do you think Kurt Busch wants to retire? I don't think he's ready. Yeah, me neither. I don't, he's been so proactive on social media, at the shop, at everything, and I think if he was mentally done, he would have just said, oh, I'll be at home. I'll let you know when I'm better. But with him being so proactive, I think, I think he's coming back. I just know, obviously, that's always a a concern of whether he's going to make it back or not. But personally, I do think he'll be back in the 45 next season. Yeah. I, I, I think he would be. <laughs> Should be. We know he can win at Kansas. So <laughs> apparently <laughs> even from an iRacing simulator, we'll see. We'll see if the, uh, the success continues into next year where like, if you go to Kansas and the 45 car just wins twice again, how crazy would that be? Actually, that'd be kind of sick. Kurt, I feel like Kurt could win in anything because I'm pretty sure he has won in everything. I think he's won in every generation of car that he's been around for, and he's won in every manufacturer. Oh, so, dude, low key yeah. too, because like he actually did the he did the uh, uh, Indy 500, didn't he? Mm. He's more diverse than he you did. think, and he finished top ten in the Indy 500 yep. and ran the Coke 600 that night. Yep. Yep. I think he wrecked out of the 600, if I remember correctly. I think Stewart's the only one to finish top ten in both yeah. in the same day. That's but, insane. Which, uh, 1,100 miles of, like, intense racing, not, like, easy racing. My brain just skipped ahead two different thought. Uh, I had me. thoughts I'm about ready. Jimmy Johnson and then the Indy 500, but then I started to think about, do you think Jimmy Johnson will race in NASCAR ever again? I think so. Even I really do. Yeah. At, at the very least, I think the Project 91 track house. Yeah. But... I could almost see him even in something else, but I think Project 91, I could see him coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I think Project 91 is going to explode next year because they've had, I've seen so many drivers interested since Kimmy ran it at the Glen. Yeah. I think that might be a borderline full time car next season. Yeah. 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 I think which, it, which is I, I wicked love that. cool. Yeah. I was, I was rooting for him. Hey, did you see? <laughs> Well, I know you saw it. Everyone saw it. Ross Chastain hit somebody going into the bus stop, and then he hit someone, and that hit someone, and then that checked up, and then Kimi Räikkönen ended up getting hit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we saw, we saw. <laughs> yeah, Ross, Ross basically wrecked his teammate, is what I saw. But yeah. you know, it's he's been good lately, right? I think so. Honestly, he has been no worse than the rest of the field. Like everybody's aggression level right now is. Off the charts. Honestly. I, I think I'm like, I'm seeing moves that just blow my mind. And and like Daytona, I thought was one of the biggest embarrassments to the sport. Some oh, of the man. moves were just so dumb. And I'm yeah. like, you are cup level drivers. I just don't get this. So there's a, a 
poop ton of pressure right now, and it's it's showcasing itself. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Ah, thank you. Sorry, I was hoping you would fill that space while I coughed, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of anything. I was just yeah. thinking Ross. <laughs> um, this is Ross. Now, I, I honestly, I think there are a lot of other drivers that are just as guilty at this point as Ross's aggression from the season. I literally think Denny Hamlin's as bad. He is. He is a thousand percent bad. So here's here's the one reason why I can't stand Danny Hamlin or Chase Elliott on the racetrack. I like both of them off the racetrack. They drive me nuts on the racetrack. Yeah. They have completely different standards for them racing or them being raced. Oh, yeah. Because Hamlin will go up one side down the other of another driver for lack of respect, and these drivers just don't get it these days. And the next week, he'll go out and do the exact same thing to someone else and go, well, that's just hard racing. They don't know what they're talking about. And uh, I, I was livid. After Hamlin caused the accident at Daytona, especially that wrecked the 12 car, I was like, you would crucify Ross Chastain for that exact same move. Absolutely. You yeah. know? And then he goes out and does it. And he's uh, like, he is an unbelievably accomplished super speedway driver. And what he did, he knows doesn't work at super speedways. Like, I just am trying to figure out, like, come on, dude. It, yeah. yeah. It's been I, tough. I think, I think half the field deserves to get wrecked <laughs> on a weekly basis. And honestly, that's why I'm excited for Bristol this weekend and the Martinsville cutoff. <laughs> Yeah, I because I think they're going to be insane. <laughs> I I think we're actually not even realizing how good the rest of this season's about to be because there's so many competitive drivers. Oh yeah, we don't know who's going to win, and yeah, everyone's driving like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and good <laughs> tracks too. Like it it's a really good schedule. There's really not a whole lot of snoozers on the playoff schedule. Um, I mean, I could go through it real quick, but like they're all good. Like I, I am excited. I think for every race, honestly, the championship race is probably the most boring. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got Homestead back in the playoffs, which is amazing. Yeah, um, I fair. still like the Roval. I know a lot of people are kind of done with it. I still feel like it puts on a good show, so I'm still great with it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's unique. It's actually a really cool fan experience because you can be at a road course and see the whole road course. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, this um, new car is going to do well there. I think. I really think so. I think there's enough variation there that it's going to be really fun to watch. Yep. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. And I just, again, like Bristol, I am so hyped for this weekend. Like, yeah. this is going to be an amazing show. Well, who do you think is going to win? Uh, you know what's crazy? I keep putting money on this guy, and he's made me look like an idiot for most of the season except for two weeks in a row. Kevin Harvick. Okay. I still, man, when, when push comes to shove, I like the combination of Harvick and Childers. And then you look at their success at Bristol last year. You look at the fact that literally he probably needs to go out and win this week. Yeah. Or at Absolutely. minimum, get a bunch of stage points and finish top five. Four cars going to be strong. I think Fords, regardless, are going to be strong. I think Bristol's going to be a really good Ford race. Um, but I think, I think Kevin Harvick is probably going to be probably going to be the guy i think who, who are you thinking also i do think ford's going to be good and actually i think blaney's going to get his first win i'll take it <laughs> let's go and i'm Yo. Not, not just saying that because i'm in the company of a yeah. blaney fan but i don't There's know, like a just, million number 12 pieces of merchandise behind yeah, me I mean, right you know what it is it was the subliminal that's see this I'm flag staring right at here. the 12 <laughs> it just it just lets you know <laughs> 
I have never been at a race where my driver won, with the exception of dirt track racing, because I've seen Dietrich and, and Kenny win, obviously. But I have never been to a NASCAR race. Oh, that's a lie. I saw Allgaier win. Okay, yeah, in that's the right. Cup Series, I've never seen my guy win. So I might flip the crap out if we're there and Blaney wins at Bristol. Well, for your sake, I hope it happens. <laughs> I'll take video. And for his sake, mm-hmm. because honestly, I mean, he just made it into the playoffs. Oh. I mean. Yeah. They, they've got to find victory lane if they want even a remote chance of this championship because yeah. you have to win to have a shot. I just, I'm a firm believer in that. I think when we get to round eight, there's going to be so much pressure on those races. You're going to see the top 10 is going to be nothing but playoff drivers. Yeah. And guys are going to be so desperate. They're going to be driving like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait. Martinsville is going to be insane. Yeah. So even if the track and the car sucks at Martinsville, it still probably is going to be good because people are going to be pulling dumb moves to get spots. They're going to be overdriving. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I can't Mistakes wait. will be made. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and as long as it's not, it was like 40 degrees in NASCAR's defense. That cold, that race was so stinking cold That's in true. April That's that true. there was grip for days. So like, even if it's like 70, <laughs> it's still, even the weather should be better. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't wait. It's it's going to be a really good season. Um, One of the best seasons in memory is probably about to get a lot better. I think so, too. I mean, the first two weeks again of the playoffs have just been phenomenal. Yep. I have no complaint. So. Um, the only other thing we really had this weekend, uh, we did have Tuscarora 50 at Port. I don't know if you follow Dirt too I much. Don't. Yeah, um, feel free to sound off on that. It, I mean, it was a good weekend. Uh, a lot of really good racing. So they, they actually run three nights, which is crazy. Um, and it is the all-star circuit of champions touring series and the PA posse kicked their butts a lot, like yeah. a lot, a lot. So it was really cool to see the posses win. Macri kind of took the overall Saturday night, which I go back and forth. There's weeks I really like him and there's weeks that he ticks me off. So <laughs> I go back and forth on whether I like Macri or not, but it was really good. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a big Danny Dietrich fan when it comes to 410 sprint cars and he had speed for all the races and uh he was actually running down the leader on friday night and blew a motor um and Mm. he had the speed and everything he would have done it and then the last night he led a good chunk of the race ran up there and then finished i think third i think he was podium first and third night so but regardless i mean marks was fast um logan wagner was fast i mean we had a lot of pa guys looking really good and port's just a killer dirt track it uh it doesn't it doesn't blow out the top real quick like some of the dirt tracks and it's multiple groove and you can kind of work it and as the lane shifts you can you see different comers and goers and it's I, I think port is like hands down our best dirt track in the area. So it was a good it was a good three days of watching sprint cars up there. Cool. So if you uh have you ever been to a dirt race? Well, yeah, like a smaller venue. Link Oh yeah. Not Lincoln. Where was it? Do we go to BAPS? Yeah, it was Babs. We went to Babs. Yep. Yeah. And Babs is a great... Babs is probably my second favorite dirt track in the area, if for what that's worth. Didn't Brian win? Kenny. 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 He, yeah, Kenny's had, Kenny's had a pretty solid year. <clears throat> I, think he's, I think he's still leading points. I should double-check that. But, yeah, he probably, he probably won that night. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, so that's a great track. And Port is, is kind of... I don't know. It's also a really, really good track. So um, we'll, have to, we'll have to go to a 410 race here okay. soon. Maybe before the year's out, if we can, yeah, and, good. and try to catch some some sprint car action. So uh, a lot of good. Um, so we talked about predictions going into Bristol. So uh, we should, since we talked predictions with uh, the rest of the team, we might as well just hit that with you. After the Bristol race, of course, this will be the cutoff race for right. the round of sixteen. 
who do you think gets knocked out after Bristol? And if you want, I can read you the points again real quick. Um, I can pick three. Okay, that's I mean, fair. It would be Briscoe, Sendrick, Dylan. Um, although none of those are like close to being locked in or anything, right? No, as far as I know, Christopher Bell is the one driver locked in. Technically, right. everyone else could still get knocked out. Right, so it's really just a fourth person. Um, I guess I just have to go with the, the boring pick and say Kevin Harvick. I mean, unless he wins, right? Yeah. Or dominates. He's, Points-wise, he needs a really good race, and he needs a lot of other playoff drivers to have trouble. Yeah. So I feel like like he, he could point in, but yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be a banging race because yeah. he's 91 points out right now from the lead. So, Yeah, that's my prediction. I do wonder if the Hendrick cars are going to, like, surge to the front here in the next couple of races. I think Team Chevy is going to be up there. I mean, based on how they've performed all year. And I think yeah, Chastain will be a big part of that. I think they'll be, like, four out of the top seven in a couple of weeks. I think so, too. And honestly, Suarez has shown more speed than I personally expected in the yeah. first two weeks of the playoffs. So I am curious to see overall uh, what kind of – speed track house brings i mean chevys are dominating the playoffs right now as far as who's in um it's it's kind of hard to argue with that who are you picking for your championship for denny hamlin chase elliott kyle larson and ross chastain like i appreciate the bias (laughs) i picked i put blaney in my top four so that's expected yeah um Bias always wins on those podcasts, so I, I support it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, here, here's this is the segment where I just start fanboying over Ross Chastain. <laughs> so let me tell you about the last several races, right? He has finished outside the top 10 except this last race, but he has consistently like had a top five car where he's like qualified 12th or something, and then I'm watching him through stage one, through stage two, and he's coming, and then something bad happened. Yeah, so it was always it was just like a bad luck situation. Uh, it wasn't even himself taking himself out. That is, and that is true. <laughs> I, I feel like we've seen a little bit more patience out of out of him in the one car. So yeah, I I, I would probably be inclined. Yeah, to Yeah, shout out to Jeff Burton. You hear him on the broadcast, yeah. like defending Ross Chastain yesterday. I actually, I completely <laughs> thought about you. I was going to text you and I forgot. <laughs> but like that was such a crazy moment. So Proud th- you, thank Jeff. you, Jeff Burton. I knew he had it in his heart. <laughs> I think he likes him. I think he secretly does. Yeah. I can sense it. But. He's, he's a guy to like. <laughs> Unless you're racing him. I don't know. Unless you're racing him. <laughs> no, no, I really I really think... I, I, I listen to his uh, spotter audio and stuff, and I, any, time, any chance I can, I follow him directly during the race. And so I, I, you know, I chart his performance, and he's still really fast every week, even if he doesn't finish up front. But this last race, I think he finished seventh. Um darlington he was coming and then he had an issue with his wheel or something he ended up like four he was four laps okay. down but he that's right yeah it was one i'm trying yeah. to remember what happened to him yeah which is crazy because in darlington i mean when we were at that race he was going for the lead after stage two yeah and he spun himself out at in turn two that's right and patch. wrecked himself yeah but he was going for the lead and he had a dominant car that day so he went back to darlington last week and he was surging but he didn't really make it like the broadcast wasn't talking about him yet. Like he started in like the mid teens or something, but he was coming. And then, yeah, something weird. Him and Larson both had issues. I guess Larson was an engine right, or something. Yeah. 
but yeah, Chastain had an issue with the, uh, the, the left rear just would not go on or something. He had to come down twice. He was four laps down, but he had one of the fastest cars and no one knew about it, but he had like a top five car. So. It's, and, and I will say if it comes down to a question of raw speed, like week in, week out, raw speed, it's really hard to bet against the one car. Yeah. I, I, they have hands down been one of the most consistent showing up with speed. Yeah. Um, my biggest concern is still with him getting in the championship for my biggest concern is still, I think about that Martinsville cutoff and like some driver that he's ticked off that needs some points and him just getting headfirst into the wall or something. I've that, thought about this, right? So I feel like you'd be signing your death warrant by doing that. Like say you're Denny Hamlin. You're like, all right, this is the week I'm going to get him back. And you know, Denny Hamlin's actually going into the championship four or he's in it. Like, that's a risky move, man. Because like, what if Ross is just like, oh, well, too bad for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out. You know Do you think mean? Ross would wreck somebody in the championship race as a payback? I hope so. I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the storylines would be fantastic, but yeah, a little Matt Kenseth action. Come on, yeah. Oh yeah, um, David Good is calling me right now. Let me yeah. see if he has anything to say. Uh, hey, David, you are on the podcast. That is exactly why I called in because I knew if I didn't call in, uh, it would suck. <laughs> That's, I appreciate your your ministry and your support. That's so sweet of you. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just actually I was you know our model is uh, replicate a door bumper clear. So I figured as the Dale Jr. in the group. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's so funny. So wait, we we need your we just uh, we were just asking Nolan his opinion, and we need to have you weigh in now since you're playing Dale Jr. If let's assume that Ross Chastain gets wrecked out going into the final championship race, do you think he would retaliate and wreck a championship contender in the championship race? I do not think he will. Oh, Nolan actually was uh, well, he was hopeful. I guess we didn't really nail it out, but I would love it if he did. I think the drama would be awesome. But I don't know, like, every time I, like, I feel like he feels, so I feel like he has this inner, like, battle with himself because <laughs> when he's he, off the track, he's like this sweet little sweetheart guy, but on the track, he's this monster of a hellacious driver and has all this skill, and he feels bad for it. So that, that's I actually think, probably pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's, it's like, it's two different people, and, I, and that's a lot, a lot of the reasons why I like him so much. But I, I think if he gets wrecked out, he's going to say, yeah, I had that one coming to me, and he'll let it brush off his shoulder. If it's in the final four, though... That's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't know. That's questionable. Questionable. Uh, it depends how malicious it is. That, like, it would have to be blatant intentional, I think, at Martinsville. Like, it would have to be like when him and Hamlin were fighting a couple months ago, and like somebody wrecks him under a yellow flag or something like that. Which could happen at Martinsville. I think if it's just a slide job or if it's a bump and go, I don't think he gets too upset about it. No. I, I, I think you're, I think you're probably in line it. with that. I'm trying to think of any other controversial topic we talked about that... Uh, hey, Bubba Wallace won a real race for once. He did. We actually just gave him uh, a lot of kudos because we were very impressed with his driving and we're glad that... Uh, I've, been, I've been saying all year that I've been impressed with his driving. I think that now that all this... A uh, new since stuff has come to an end, and that he's being a NASCAR driver. I think uh, he's impressive, and I think he 
is earning its keep. No, I, I, I would agree. Um, he actually has the uh, the best average finish over the past 10 weeks. He's been killing it. Yeah, I, I have nothing bad to say about him. I, I'm glad that he is. And, you know, and even the ball baby stuff, like, as, as, as funny as that is, like, or as, as annoying as it is, him sitting there crying because he got second place in the cup race. Like, that just shows you the drive and determination that he's putting into it this year. That's and fair. And I think his results are paying off. Like, it's showing that, you know, hey, if you ain't first, you're last. Second place is just the first loser. Well, and if, he, that's, and if that's the mentality he's using to, to gauge his success, I'd be pissed off if I got second place too. Well, and he's totally, like, he he doesn't blame other people, and I think that's what makes it def- different too because I get sick of people pointing fingers when they screw up. So, Like when, like when Denny was pitching out his whole team on the radio on Sunday. <laughs> that's every Sunday. I know, but he was. <coughs> Denny Hamlin's the worst. Uh, <laughs> did you hear Nolan? I did not. He is. He is very distant. But he's. He said. Well, yeah. This is not a very uh, proper. Right now, I just have speakerphone into my mic as you're talking. So, um, he he said Denny Hamlin's a whiner. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> you should start a winery. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you called in. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to the program? Uh, well, I, I did just spend 20 minutes trying to figure out uh, or trying to watch the announcement video from Kyle Bush about where he's about him going to RCR. Uh, but then I realized that even though I just woke up, it is not actually the 13th yet. <laughs> uh, until tomorrow morning to actually see the news. Yes. Uh, I, have we seen an actual time tomorrow on that yet? Or I think 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay, we did see that. Yeah, because I was just on the YouTube link waiting, and I realized I was waiting. I was like, oh, wait, this didn't happen yet. Man, <laughs> I have a meeting scheduled for 10 a.m. tomorrow. I might have to push it back like 15 minutes. You, you might have to. This, this is big news. I mean, this is Kyle Bush we're talking about. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think uh, I think I'm excited about it. Me too. So, okay, here, here's a good thought. So Nolan and I obviously made our predictions where we think he's going and what car we think he's driving. Uh, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Everybody thinks he's going to uh, RCR, which is probably what's happening. Right. But what I would love to see happen is I would love to see him go to Kyle Busch Motorsports. And get a and, cup and charter. buy his own, truck, his own charter. Wow. That's a bold how move. Awesome, how awesome would that be? If if he does that, do you think uh, Toyota gets behind him? I think no. I think he goes to Chevy. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So regardless, the bow tie for Kyle Busch. Interesting yeah, I play. Think, I think I think the tie between Joe Gibbs and Toyota is enough that Kyle Busch is going to say F him. It it would be interesting because I I think. That's what, when everybody yeah. was like, oh, he's going to 23XI, I was like, no, that's Joe Gibbs Jr. He's not going to yeah. there. <laughs> if, if he's he, cutting he's the tie, he's cutting the tie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I That that rumor just never made sense to me. No. I, I if, if if you're gone from one, you're gone from both. So. Yeah. I think he's leaving Toyota. I think, and, you know, if he, like I said, like, even, let's say even if he was, like, if he started his own team, like Denny Hamlin did, and he was Toyota. He'd have to be a Joe Gibbs affiliated team, no matter what. Like, oh yeah, that's absolutely. Why I think he's not staying with Toyota. 
because no matter what, that's going to be there. This will be the uh, the Hendrick Motorsports offshoot of KBM. Yeah, that's a really good point. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess it would have to be. I mean, I don't know that, or, or no, or it's the RCR offshoot. I mean, that's always an option too. I'm I'm yeah, still yeah, shocked this conversation has gotten this far because I I didn't I think Richard got his butt kicked by losing Tyler, and now he's just trying to make up for it. Which filling it with Kyle was an upgrade. I mean, I mean that's a good no that's a good which way you look at. It. I mean, yeah, the longevity. Yes, Reddick's going to be around longer, but you know, bringing in a superstar like Kyle Busch, you know, for one, everybody hates him and everybody loves him. So either you hate him or you love him. You don't not have an opinion. You know what I mean? Well, and you have you have a really good evaluator of your program because if if Kyle Busch goes out there and sucks, you know something's up with RCR. Austin Dillon won a race. There's no way Kyle Busch is going to suck. Well, okay, Cody Ware ran like top five in that race, so it doesn't count. Hey, by the way, did we ever look into? I don't think anybody won the money from Mitch and myself. I oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm ninety percent sure that that was a wash because. I don't believe that Bowman got a top five, and, it, and Dylan definitely didn't get top ten. Right, Blaney but did beat him Bowman. though, but I didn't. I didn't put a bet on my side. I just said that he would lose to Blaney. Yes, did he? Oh, he did. Yeah, Dylan ran like twenty fifth. That's what I thought. Which is average. This <laughs> is average Darlington finish. Yeah, so it's an average finish. No, it's in general, not not, not Darlington. Oh, just average in general. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Anytime you're consistently outran by Corey LaJoy, that is not good. <laughs> this is the Corey LaJoy fan club podcast, though. So. I no no no. Not this no, week. I mean, I, I do love Corey LaJoy. <laughs> I'm, let me put that out there. I've been very hard on him just because he has S H I T. You're welcome. Equipment. Uh, <laughs> so considerate of the phone. The real question is, does Alex still edit out if I spell swear words? No, I'm good like, with that. I'm like, I'm, that can stay. F-U-C-K, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that get edited out or not? I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. I'm going to leave it. I'm okay with it. I'm just going to start spelling out all my swear words. It's, it's mostly out of laziness at this point. Uh, and uh, Brad sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, RFK hey. missed it yesterday. I will say this: They missed it, but Busher came back from being three laps down and got and had a top fifteen finish. So I'm happy with that. Uh, man, Busher week in and week out is outrunning the boss. So like guys, week I'm in and out. Currently down through homeless highway here in Harrisburg. Uh, You're gonna have to narrow down was, that area. That's like half the city. Uh, uh, <laughs> South Front Street going into Pendot. Oh yeah, that's like, sketchy. Legitimately, like there's tents. Yep. I just noticed to the homeless person because they jumped out in front of me on the road. And it's gotten to the point where I don't even swerve anymore. I, I drive through here like Ross Chastain. <laughs> or Denny Hamlin. Yeah, or Denny, well, yeah. Yeah, if I was going through like Denny Hamlin, I'd probably stop and pick up a hooker. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... Well, that but, uh, I feel like that was the perfect way to wrap it up. You know, I can't even. <laughs> that's that's the summary right there. Well, not hey, go birds. at all. Go birds! Go birds! Yeah, <laughs> they won. And the Cowboys lost. It is honestly an awesome weekend. I can't think of anything that you know besides, you know, I sound even happy. Bubble one. I was watching like the way he came into the front. Like he earned the win. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, we talked about that for sure. Denny Hamlin, 
then if, if if he's the only driver that even if they earn it, I'm not happy. Everybody else but, is like, yeah, they drove their butt off. I'm happy for him. Bubba, Bubba earned it, man. That was good. He earned it, and uh, the only downside to Bubba winning is the owner. Yeah, <laughs> it's very accurate. Yeah. Very accurate. No, it was it was but, it was really cool. I did see a meme Denny, that even Denny is putting money into the sport, so the fact that he is putting money into the sport makes me like him more. Fair, uh, but I don't. I mean, liking somebody more doesn't necessarily mean you like him. Though he went from like, if he's on fire, I'll take a poop on him to maybe I will piss on the tree beside him. <laughs> and maybe it'll roll downhill. Is that a yeah, maybe. okay? Yeah, flow downhill. That's fair. I I did see a meme that said uh, it's not the beginning of football season until the Dallas Cowboys lose in prime time. Which is the beginning of every football season. Which is beautiful. It's, it's yeah. Even though I don't watch football, I still celebrate that moment. I celebrate that moment. That's yeah. a good moment. So. Uh, besides that, uh, yeah, well, I know Alex has probably said it a hundred times, but I'm going to say it now just to make fun of him. Hey, I'm out of here. Holla. Who does he think is going to win the race? Did he say? Who do you think is going to win at Bristol? At Bristol? Yeah. Yeah. Joey Logano. Wow. Ooh, okay. Joey Logano is you know, a crystal kid. We so we all picked Fords. So whatever Does he that's still worth. think Harvick's gonna win the championship? Who did everybody else pick? I picked Harvick. By everybody else, I mean I you picked Blaney. And, and Nolan picked Blaney. So we picked four and twelve and you picked twenty two. And I'm not even the one that picked the twelve. I picked the four. So you're consistently wrong, so that makes sense. You would pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Harvick has let me down every other time I've picked him, so I'm sure this will be the same. But uh, why not? Actually, I feel bad for Harvick. He has been driving. He's actually had great cars. He has. He keeps getting the crap end of the stick. So I mean, he he could he could, but he's not. Harvick isn't normally a short track guy. He's a good long. He's a good long track guy. Hey, so. he he almost won here last year before Chase Elliott had his little temper tantrum. Yeah. So, like, like the beginning of the football season, as long as Danny gets wrecked out, I'm happy. Praise the Lord. That's good. It's a good day. Hey, RFK all the way. Six never quits. You guys have a wonderful evening. I'm going to work. <laughs> you too. Hey, thanks for calling in, David. See you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, have a good night. <laughs> See ya. Uh, and on that note, I think that's a great way to wrap up the podcast, especially with David <laughs> making fun of me. Perfect. Which I always appreciate. Um so, Nolan, thanks for joining, man. I'm glad you were able to make the trip out for this. This is fun. Thanks for having me. Had a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, I did too. And uh, we'll have, hopefully, uh, the rest of our, our people show up next time. We can have a nice full house and uh, just get ra- you know crazy and rowdy and whatever whatever comes in between. And my cat can keep attacking my monitor. So it'll Thank be you. fun. We're going to have a lot to talk about. I can't wait. Oh, so much. Bristol's going to be nuts. I don't want to jinx wait. it, but I don't think that's too hot of a take to say that the rest of the season's going to be even better. I, I think it's going to ramp up more and more every week. So I think you're right. So Can't wait to talk about it. Yep. Me neither, my friend. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for joining. Holla. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>